Isn't it gas? All the rugger buggers doing Movember for mental health and check on your brothers are staying silent on this issue, which primarily affects women. Haven't seen a peep from any I follow online calling out the men who try to humiliate and degrade women. It's all, mental health is so important and be kind to everyone until their friend is fucking sharing around illegal images of unconsenting women. Cop on. Honestly sick of this double standard. Just say you hate women and grow your fucking moustache all year round. Uh... Before I start kicking off on why that's not a good thing to be putting out, uh, I want to say clearly what has happened in the last few days with that Discord server and the sharing of all those images is terrible. It's absolutely shocking. Uh, I I can't believe that that's actually a thing in society that people put it in. But... It's become a thing on Twitter and Instagram where... Actually, it's become a thing on Twitter. Because on Instagram, it's more or less everybody shares the posts of saying, like, this is terrible, you should be... You know, there should be legislation against revenge porn and stuff like that. And there shouldn't be... There shouldn't... You know, they shouldn't be able to get away with this. I saw a really good tweet where it essentially lined out... Or it outlined, first it was the... Paddy Jackson case up the north and then it was the uh, the Garda sharing the pictures of that girl on the WhatsApp and stuff like that and that was terrible and now it's this. That is the right post to share in all of this I would think and I am in no way a professional uh, on what is right and what is wrong when it comes to social media. For somebody that uses it so much I probably can't understand how much uh, effect it can have. But when people, what I've learned, when people are upset online, your best move to make is to say and do nothing if you do not agree with that statement. Because when you're behind a screen and you are upset and you start to vent online, that's kind of one of the main flags that somebody is going through a a tough time or something like that and then other times it's not and it is genuine frustration and you want the world to hear it and as I said it's I can't say it enough how wrong all of it is it is shocking I like I can't imagine like I remember seeing a post from my friend and he said like if that was your girlfriend your best friend your sister or like cousin whoever uh out there you know you you would feel completely outraged which i think we all are i was as i said i can't really wrap my head around how those servers are actually a thing and it's it's not a i suppose what i'm glad i haven't seen through all of this and it's probably out there i just haven't seen as the whole simp culture of like oh you know this is it's so if a guy tweets out oh you know this is shocking you know it shouldn't happen yada 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 i'm completely with the women protesting against this and want legislation to be enforced and of course 
there's always one or two who's like, oh, simp, simp, he's just trying to get some pussy. Just, you know, he, he's just a fucking limp dick, soft cock asshole that, you know, is just putting on a facade uh, to try and, you know, gain the attention of women. It's not true for most of it, I would I would hope. But it's a, it's a very real thing. Uh, unfortunately, my mind has been half on the act and how it's being, uh, I suppose, dealt with and stuff like that. How like the server's been taken down, how it got leaked and all of this. Um, half of my attention has been on that and the other half is the overcorrection that's happening online. And it, for those of you who don't know, what usually happens when something big... Uh, and it's almost a perfect storm this case because it's a divisive matter and it involves like a direct conflict of gender so as ben as like this is going to sound so ben shapiro-esque which i'm not trying to sound like i'm trying to walk this line very carefully and i'll pr like pre-warning i might get stuff wrong what I'm talking about this, uh, and that is not, and if I do, I apologize, but I mean, no malice in any way, shape, or form. If I somehow, uh, if it comes across like that, then I apologize, but half of my attention has been the overcorrection of blame, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that. You know, the first thing or the, or the second thing that accompanied with every post about how there should be legislation against these crimes is the, the protection of the victims and the victim blaming. So essentially not blaming the girls, like not taking the stance of, oh, she, you know, she shouldn't have sent that in the first place. You know, she's, you know, that's her own fault. She should have been more careful, you know. Uh, somebody obviously didn't teach her right and all that that's the worst thing that can probably happen to anybody during this because then that you know then who will ever speak up in the future about it and all that uh, and it's a it's a terrible thing to have put on yourself like you've had the weight of the world of seeing these pictures that i'm sure you would just want to erase from the world and the memory, but unfortunately, in today's society, anything that gets out there is going to stay out there, no matter how hard you try and... Uh, no matter how hard you try and scrub it, it's always going to be out there, such as the world. But... There is an overcorrection, like that tweet that I read out of the... of Because... It, again tough line to walk but because it is a by nature gender conflicted and split uh, situation you know it was all guys sharing pictures of girls that they shouldn't have been sharing um there was pictures there that were sent to them like when they were like 16 15 which is considered child pornography and stuff like that which is terrible um and to be honest, I just, I, I'm almost glad that I can't wrap my head around 
around the whole thing of like why would you why would you take the the stance of like oh you know she she sent me this when i was like 16 i'm gonna save it and then realistically what's happened in my mind to rationalize any any of this if you even can do that is that they saved it of a girl that they were dating at the time kept it and to be honest i don't think they had any intention of saving it and then putting it up there but then time goes by you catch word of this and you're like oh you know i'm I'm gonna become more involved you have the pictures that you saved from x amount of time ago you throw it up and it is not this is not i'm not trying to get across like oh you know it's not that bad you know they're only got it was like this is it's a crime they should know better uh it's it's really it's not a good thing to do uh, in any way shape or form but in saying that i can that's me trying to put myself in their shoes on how it kind of how one one picture that was sent to you in confidence gets delivered to however many people it was i it was i think it was in the thousands of how many people were in that uh in that discord server which is like you know and i can't imagine how many you know by by the numbers if we're doing if we're doing that like how how that would affect them because you know god god only knows how many people is affected like at the start you may only think that it's uh the people that sent the pictures in but then it's the families and then it's the friends and like you in today's world you know it'll probably be a month of oh i'm so sorry and then it just takes a bit more time for it to be put out of people's minds and like that'll forever be the insult that can get thrown your way uh in life if somebody finds out about it so that's like it's one of the worst things to do but and i I don't understand how it, it's gone on for this. And I'm sure it's not the only one. I think this has opened our eyes to to look at it and be like, oh, that's definitely not the only uh, server that's been, you know, that's been running like this. There's probably been more with more people that's been going on for longer. But as much as I don't want to think about it, you kind of have to. But on the flip side that tweet that i read out at the very start of this episode like that that only that only riles up anybody that sees it because there's no like there's no need to paint everybody with the same brush i'm sure there are people out there that yes they may have been doing i i I don't see the connection personally and i know people are going to say oh you know it's you're just blind to the fact that you you can't see it but i I really cannot see how you can associate mental health advocates you know this is the month of november it is for a lot of lads movember people try and raise as much mental health you know that i know girls that are doing movember ironically and they're but like they're right like they're intentions are heartfelt and they're trying to raise money as well and 
I don't understand who this really helps, saying that, I'll read it again, that all the rugger buggers doing Movember for mental health in inverted commas and check on your brothers are staying silent on this issue, which primarily affects women. Uh, she's not following the same people that I am because there's a, there's been a huge, a huge... Um, number of support from guys doing Movember and not doing Movember and it's this mentality of I'm going to associate for some reason I'm going to associate and I know there are reasons why you can associate that group of people with this because in the past it is easy to stereotype uh, people that do that you know and the whole check on your brother's thing and all that it's just it's lumping in and it's not helping unfortunately it's not helping anybody but it's it's riling people up and people are either saying it's not a case of oh you know f fuck them or fuck this it's it's a case of where you need to say look you cannot start painting the victims with the same brush that you paint their you know the people that did the wrong doings uh, my lexicon is is <laughs> is starting to run out but what i'm kind of saying is and i will not this will not be the topic for the whole uh, episode but you have to be careful on what you put out on social media and you have to always think especially when dealing with a sensitive issue like this one is this really going to help in any way or am I just trying to rile people up and say oh you know I, I there there just there doesn't seem to be any reason why you had to <coughs> excuse me why you had to associate Movember in all of this uh which is a good cause and you're not just dragging that you're not just dragging a good cause through the dirt and and all that but you're actually you're essentially undermining the good work of other people in this case that are trying to get their opinions heard their uh, their valid opinions and this kind of this hate mongering uh sorry uh pitchforks and torches approach to social media and trying to you know associate one group of people uh, of some certain upper class or whatever uh, to take the to take the brunt of the blame you know if that makes you feel better that's on you but you cannot you you should not be able to put this out essentially put this tweet out and you know target them because it gives it stereotypes uh, a group that at times have had that have done wrong, but it also it also boxes in the uh, you know the Movember movement and stuff like that, and it also boxes in the um, the le the fight for this case to be heard and legislation to be made. So yeah, uh, that's that's my two cents. I think. You should certainly support this cause as much as you can. Keep up to date with it in the media. All 
all of that. But if you have a reaction that is as visceral as that, you should really, you should really just think before: is this really going to help the cause, or is it just going to stir the pot more? Because I think that's all this has. And there's been so many good tweets, as I said, the the breakdown of how this has gone on too long, all of that. It's uh, yeah, look. Uh, that's my two cents on that uh, and I'm going to keep rolling uh, apologies for missing last week there was a family issue I couldn't uh, could not uh, excuse me I could not uh, do the episode uh, we're all good though thankfully but yeah it was was kind of fucked up, but I know it was a somebody had passed away that was a big member of our family, and it was very sad. And I'm not going to get into it because it's very sad. But I was just thinking the other day. I had an epiphany. I had an epiphany the other day, and this will resonate on a le- on. This will resonate with everybody that has a younger brother or sister. I was, I'm working in Centra and I'm talking to my co-worker and I'm saying there's a group of young people they're probably 15 or something going by and I was like if you calculated the net value if you calculated the net value of all of their outfits and what they're wearing Canada Goose Versace all the big brands, brands I probably wouldn't even know, those shitty icon caps that have suddenly become a thing. Uh, I thought that was like a boohoo man uh, brand thing. Apparently, it's off white uh, or something. I don't. I think they're fucking terrible. But I was thinking, like, like why is it? Because it wasn't that big a thing when we were young to have these massive brands and now like now everybody you know now every kind of kid has them and I have a 15 year old brother and I'm like uh, you know I give him shit about uh wanting to have the best and biggest brands and stuff like that but uh now I realize when you're walking down the road you're looking it's like I don't know if that kid and this is gonna sound so so like wimpy but when you're walking down the street and you see a group of kids and they're in you know, head to toe, Versace coats, kind of goose, you know, tracksuits, the whole, the whole get up now. You really can't have a gauge of who is tough and who is not tough anymore from their clothes. Because everybody is now buying it at their age. And now, and then I started to think a little harder. It's like, well, if everybody's buying the big brands if you are the one that don't you essentially are easy to spot and single out and single out and single out uh, as somebody that is A possibly not as tough or B uh, is like somehow financially worse off than somebody so it's almost a camouflage the whole glitz and glamour of 
of wearing all that the new brand and it, it, it is it is literally a way of going under the radar i never thought saying i never thought i would associate versace and canada goose and all the big brands as going under the radar but it's done this complete flip where if you actually wear fucking normal clothes that look actually nicer and they're probably like that make you look quite a bit more respectable than all the regular stuff you'd probably get more noticed than anybody else because everybody's just starting to become a carbon copy of each other and as senile and as old as i sound there by saying it it is true uh and hopefully like there'll be people there like oh yeah okay that's why my brother is dropping fucking 700 quid or how much a jacket is these days that can you know keep them in the limelight or whatever another thing is that uh pocket money it's not a thing anymore it's not a thing where you're like man can i have like can i have like three quid or something to go up to the shops or anything like that and they'd like throw you a five and like you fucking come back with that two euro now i i i I swear to god you better have that two euro on your hand but revolute is the new way of pocket money which is crazy to me and you're saying like well what do you mean it is a revolute card given out to the kids that it is all the funds going into it are generated by the parents and i think like like what's the point like what is the point in that like what uh what does that solve and i remember asking one of the girls in the shop whose kid has revolution i was like you know like what what does that solve or like how is that in any way better to just giving them change it's like well a not a lot of people have cash on them it's becoming a contactless society and b they can monitor what they're spending their shit on i was like well it won't come up though as you know it won't come up as like uh, you know 14 euro packet of john player blues or you know 1950 box of amber leaf it uh it just comes up as the figure and then i started realizing like oh if it came up as 14 on the dot or 1950 they would have a a rough idea of how much that would cost and stuff like that and 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 all that but yeah it, it's uh it's crazy and then and now i'm starting to think the, the the light bulb's gone on if there's like a market for a card that you can out that like blocks out any transaction that is anything to do with like smokes or alcohol or anything like that to just make sure that your kid isn't using your money uh to buy that shit now that's that's the million dollar idea right there I am going down a rabbit hole of watching an entire series of a podcast and loving them so much or like seeing a creator and loving them so much. I'm like, wow, like I'm going to exhaust the mind here and I'm going to watch every podcast. I'm going to listen to every interview, everything like that. And 
I've I've been doing this for two bears one cave with Bert Kreischer and uh, Tom Segura. Hilarious! What like as soon as I watched uh, Tom Segura's first stand up, I was like, this guy's really fucking funny. And then I saw like, oh, he's related, or he he has the same humor as this guy Bert Kreischer, and I was like, he's got you know the machine. His like one of the most famous stand up uh, routines, apparently. It's fantastic. It's the Russian mob story if you haven't seen it or whatever. Uh, all on Netflix. But their podcast, Two Bears, One Cave, is so fucking funny because they just, all they do essentially for an hour and a half, not too long, is talk shit about their wives uh, and essentially insult each other on how one's bald and the other one's fat and all that and as and as simple as that sounds it's really a it's really a good listen and then i started i started getting philosophical I'm like wow i really enjoyed this podcast and i'm now like deep diving into everything they're do doing and i did and i was like oh i did that for like bill burr and stuff like that and i'm still really big into him and then i was like oh yeah i did that for joe rogan i looked at him you know all the all the big box standard ones and then I was like, is this how people like become radicalized? That at one point in an interview somebody will like hit a note with you or hit a nerve that you'll say like, Oh now he's talking some sense. Now he's starting to, you know, play my game here. And you can and you like definitely that can happen for the likes of Joe Rogan. It has to be. The amount of weird fucking people he gets on. And a lot of great people he gets on. But like the Jordan Peterson buzz. I've heard so many people go in. It's like man you know my life has just fucking turned around since I've listened to him. And I was like. Yeah if you keep going down that rabbit hole. You might see that he's like not that great or whatever. I'm actually. I've never listened to any Jordan Peterson never read a book or listened to a podcast with him uh I, I don't even know what he does but certainly when it comes to like political views and all that like like for example joe rogan has ben shapiro on uh, his podcast a lot along with your man alex jones who are you know alex jones is a fucking nutcase he believes he's the guy so he, they put fucking chemicals in the water to make the frogs gay and stuff like that he he's the oh my mic's fall. Um, ben Shapiro, on the other hand, is essentially a destroy. Just he has this this mindset. His political views are beyond me because he's he's very far right in the states, but he has and I and I I feel kind of bad saying this, but. At one point in time, I was like, "This guy's making a lot of fucking sense." I was like, "He," but but it was about it wasn't a political issue. It was about um, it was about um, gender dysphoria or something or something like that or whatever it is. Uh, it's like when you think when you're completely. Uh, changing genders and stuff like that and you're completely confused and it's like they were saying if 
there was an article that came out in the states if you do not abide by a, a kid's uh, wish to become a different gender then the state will have the option of taking them away from you and he was saying like if somebody came into my house like oh you know you're not turning like you are not abiding by your seven-year-old son's wishes to get a sex change then we have to take him away he essentially said look I'm, like i'm gonna fight you tooth and nail on that i'm gonna welcome you to the door with a gun and i was like fuck like i think i would do that as well you know kids minds aren't uh, that developed at that stage you just gotta let it play out and stuff like that and i was like yeah you know he, he's making a lot of fucking sense there you know he, he he's quite uh he's quite on the money i was like, then he talked about it was again it, it was a big it was a big episode on kind of gender switching and all that i was like that's it's a tricky subject to talk about and he like he's an articulate guy with some not so good views and stuff like that and he's and all that i was like yeah for a second there i was with you and then he started talking about the 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 kind of he kind of disguises racism through facts and stuff like that and you're like yeah that like could on paper be true but you can't as I've said probably 50 times already this episode, like you can't really paint people with the same brush because they have, because they have the same uh, attribute as somebody that did something wrong uh, once upon a time. So I just, I thought it was interesting how easily you can fall into the rabbit hole and maybe never get out of it. Maybe that's like the, instead of falling into the rabbit hole and you get back out and you're like, whoa, like, I just spent four hours watching this Duck Dynasty guy fucking, you know, make a duck collar and then call somebody racist. <laughs> Instead, they go deeper down the rabbit hole and they're like, like, this is, this becomes, because if you stay down there and you surround yourself with all the media of Ben Shapiro and Alex Jones and Tim Dillon and stuff like that, and, like, you, I'm sure your world just starts to fucking morph and you're like wow you know this is my new this is my new thing like i completely agree with all that and then you become such a staunch supporter that you become almost aggressive in your views and maybe that's the and it's definitely the other way with like people that commit too too hard to like the vegan side of life and they're like you know i'm a vegan and I truly believe that, you know, animals shouldn't be harmed and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, okay, that's a, you know, a bit weird, but I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. And, but then there's going, there's deep diving and they're like, they try and cram their ideologies down your throat. And it's like, yeah, I'm a vegan. Uh, fuck the, you know, you know, fuck all of these meat companies and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's fucking wrong. You know, it's, it's, it's really the only true path to uh, enlightenment and happiness. You know, you're killing the planet guys, you know, get a fucking grip. And you're like, okay, uh, could I please have my coffee now? Uh, and you walk away and you say, Jesus, she just sent me for a fucking loop there. It's just interesting to me how, at one point in your life you can be thinking this way and then you listen to something or you watch a movie and you're like right i'm gonna send my path this way in life because i'm because this guy's making sense to me this guy's the uh you know the, 
the true the true you know essentially messiah to political views and well-being and stuff like that when in reality it's all fucking bullshit it's all bullshit man but uh yeah i think it's that and <laughs> i uh i have really the like fucking fingers crossed that pfizer can like just be cool and give us all this uh give us all this uh fucking vaccine or something and now oxford have come out so like, you oh, think you're fucking mr tough guy over there we're gonna whip out our own vaccine which for us is a lot uh it's a lot nicer you know we might just be saying oh britain you know come on man we've been pals for so long just you know mates rates you know hook me up come on now and of course they'll be like no fuck you and be like oh shit okay sorry can I, can I please, like, get that vaccine, though? Uh, fingers crossed. Let's be... Let's be hoping. Let's be hoping. Uh, speaking of going down rabbit holes, there is a new fancy cheese or wine or fucking meats place that's opened up down the road. I... I uh, I don't know their name, but in a group chat that we that me and my friends had, we re, we were really stumped. And if you have an answer to this, please tell me why you were sharing it. Because on the outside, the uh, it was one of those share posts like, oh, you know, if you share this, you know, you'll win fucking cheese and wine and exotic meats and some balsamic vinegar or whatever. And. I couldn't wrap my hand, my head around why that was good. Like I like cheese as much as the next guy, but I couldn't really understand why this was a big thing. So if you know why it's so popular, please, for the love of God, tell me, because I feel like I'm completely out of the loop here. That conversation then rolled around to what's really going on inside the this mystery meat and cheese place that's opened up down the road to us all uh we had some humdingers of an idea what should be going in there instead of it we should be said cocktail and bowling alley uh we said drive in shake shop keep it keep eddie rockets open again uh we also said that uh they are releasing grade a cocaine within the meat and cheese and balsamic vinegar and that's why everybody really wants to share it around get their hands on it uh i also i don't understand because i i i i as i said like cheese as much as the next guy but i am not that horny for balsamic vinegar and fucking cilantro and you know fucking salami or whatever the fuck you're selling there but all I'm saying is that where this place has opened up, the property doesn't have the greatest track record of places staying open for more than two years. And frankly, I don't see it staying open more than a year in there. Prove me wrong, though. Prove me wrong. Because I truly, I truly do wish that whoever is in there at the moment, uh, what should be like my, my uncle or something that's opened it in there, but whoever you are that has just opened 
this mystery meat and cheese factory place fucking my, my good luck just good luck because that's all I'm going to give you listen I am I, I need the fellas back I need the fellas back in this in the studio if you can call this a studio I need them back in here so we can talk about the real shit get down to it all that uh, but you know finger, fingers crossed you know lockdown will go down in the next week or so and then we are in there like swimwear we've got new art uh, coming up it should be on the page by next week or so uh, as the new Spotify profile picture thing for the podcast uh, it was done by uh, Mishi Designs follow her on Instagram she's fucking fantastic couldn't every time my stupid brain was like hey but could you just like you know stick with the vibe and all that and she was like yeah of course Discord I was like that's really good but like could you could you add like more things like I'm a, like I'm a drooling fucking moron here asking her to you know do do more essentially and she was like oh yeah absolutely and to be honest she fucking knocked it out of the park she did so well so my uh hats off to her thank you so much uh absolutely absolutely loved it the first picture and i know everybody will probably be like oh you know we really enjoyed the uh you know the old banner like the old banner it'll be around somewhere you know it'll it'll still be kicking all like that it's not too dissimilar the to the uh, new one we have out there um so look thank you for listening uh i hope i don't get too much fucking hate mail for or whatever uh from the first topic of conversation but uh yeah stay safe thank you very much